Welcome to Spirit Speak, exploring the afterlife with Connie and Barry Strom. Your hosts are here to speak the words of the spirits and answer your questions. Now, here are Connie and Barry. Hey, hello, everyone. Welcome to Spirit Speak, exploring the afterlife. I'm Barry Strom, your host. We're going to use our gift of spirit communication to investigate various aspects of the spiritual life and the afterlife. And I'm Connie Strom, your co-host. Today, we're going to investigate the world of witches. Our guest is our friend Marla Brooks, author and the host of the radio show on a Para-X radio network, Stirring the Cauldron. She's also a practicing witch. If you would like to ask her some questions, we will be taking a call in the third segment of the show. The number is 866-472-5788. Now, Connie and I currently have a YouTube channel. It's in my name, Barry Strom. We have over 400 videos up there. We also do a radio show called Channeling History and two podcasts, a weekly message from Jesus and a Sunday sermon. All of our shows are available on the YouTube channel. Uh, we will welcome any suggestions that you might have for future shows. Our email is exploringtheafterlife2023 at gmail.com. So please send your suggestions or comments to that email address. Next week, we'll be exploring death. We will channel the Archangel Azrael, the angel that helps you, the soul make a transition to heaven upon passing. We're also going to be channeling Steve Jobs. He was an agnostic in life, and he will tell you what happened upon his death. We're also going to be channeling Robert William, or Robin Williams. Uh, he committed suicide, and he will speak of the events that came after his death. We will all face death. Once you understand it, you will realize that there's nothing to fear. It is simply the end of one life and the beginning of another. Okay, Connie, thank you. I'd like to spend as much time with Marla as we can. So let's welcome her on our show. Welcome, Marla. Great to have Hello. you. Hello. How are you? Oh, we're here. So, Marla. Yeah, well, that's a good sign. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so anyway, Marla, what is a witch? Oh, that's um, kind of interesting because everybody has their own uh you know, a uh, uh, thing about it. But basically, it's being one with nature, um, respecting all living things, and working with Earth's elements, which is fire, air, earth, and water. That sounds pretty simple. Uh, I know when <laughs> yeah, we talk, pretty, we, pretty much <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah, I was kind of expecting a longer answer, but we'll go with it. Um, well, you, you know, I could say that it's it's also a thing that you have to learn how to ride a broom. I mean, you know, that's what most people yeah. think anyway. Yeah, well, you mentioned in your bio that you said you came out of the broom closet. So is there really a stigma attached to being a witch? Yeah, there is. Um there probably always will be because, you know, in the mainstream, witches are portrayed very evilly. You know, most people grow up with the Wicked Witch of the West, and it's a rarity to see a picture of a, of a witch in the mainstream that doesn't have a wart on her face um, or as old as Methuselah or cackles around a cauldron all the time. Um, <laughs> I think witches are very much misunderstood and basically because of a lack of knowledge. And that's why, you know, we like to get up and talk about it so people might 
realize that we're not dancing with the devil and eating children, you know? <laughs> Some people yeah, really well, think we still do. Well, I, I mean, we could have held this off to Halloween, but I decided we're going to go with the truth of it. So, uh, I mean, <laughs> Well, yeah. Exactly. I, I do not know what the difference is between a Wiccan and a witch. So if you could explain that. Well, yeah. Um, Wiccan is part of being a witch. Um, some witches are Wiccan, but all, or wait a minute, how does it go? All witches are pagan, but they're not Wiccan. Wiccan is, um, uh, well, the difference between the two, maybe that's easier. (laughs) They're both pagans. Um, And paganism is an umbrella term. Um, We use it to describe a diverse group of religious and spiritual belief systems. And so a quick explanation, and I think I mentioned this to you one day, um, is that the word Christianity has many branches. It's Protestant and Lutheran, Presbyterian, and all the rest. And pagans have stragas, we have gray witches, we have eclectic witches, and a whole bunch of else. So Wiccan is a fairly new religion. Um, it's considered a modern interpretation of the pre-Christian traditions, but um, it, uh, it came into to being in the 1930s with a man named Gerald Gardner, and then in the 1970s, a man named Barry Buckland induced, reduced, uh, introduced it to America. So it's just, it's just another path that pagans take. And um, they, they kind of, you know, it's, with them, it's ye harm none and do what you will, which is a very good thing. And they also believe in the threefold law, which means if you do anything good or bad, you get it back three times. So, you know, it's just like uh, a slightly different religion, but, um, yeah, it's pretty close to being the same thing. Okay. Uh, Marla, I've noticed that you wear a pentacle around your neck. I thought that was supposed to be a symbol of evil, but you're not evil. I know that. I know. Well, it's really good to use it, um, show it when you're in a line at the grocery store because people will get out of your way. <laughs> But um, it's, it's not a symbol of evil. It's, the pentagram is a representation of good versus evil. It's a symbol of faith, a symbol of the five elements, which again is spirit, air, earth, water, and fire. And um, it, it's, in religious terms, if you want to make it simple, we call it kind of a pagan St. Christopher medal. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, Mar- we, we wear it what? for protection and... Mm-hmm. No, I was just going to ask to, for you to explain what a pagan really is. Pagan is basically just somebody that is practicing a religion um, rather than just the basic three, Judaism and Christianity, and I forget the third one now. Oh, my God. But anyway, um, yeah, that's all it is. It's, it's just really simple. Hang on just one second because my alarm is going off. And, okay. okay, there. <laughs> Could you hear it? No, no, I didn't. That was weird. Okay, good. All right. So, yeah. So it, it's just, it's not one of the major three religions. Um, and there's, you know, like Buddhism and shamanism, those are pagans. You know, pagans just don't always have to do with witchcraft. So, 
you know, it, it's just, it's hard to figure out there's so many things that you can say, well, this is this, and, you know, oh, my God, are Buddhist Wiccans and, and, or witches because they're pagan? <laughs> you know, it's just, a, just an umbrella term for all these different things. Do all witches practice an earth-based religion and only worship gods and goddesses and uh, other deities? Mm, yeah, no. Um, I've got friends who are Christian Druids. I have friends who are Jewish witches. Um, and, you know, pagans, in a sense, it's like groups of practicing nature-based polytheistic, and I can never say this word, religions, which means that they worship more than one god as opposed to other religions who only worship one god. Um, pagans kind of embrace all religions, though, where there's no dogma. Um, we, you know, are free to pray to whoever we want, and nobody gives a hoot. You know, everybody's very happy about it. And, um, yeah, I mean, my practice is earth-based, and most of everybody that I know is. I mean, some people will do, you know, other things, but um, it's just for the good, you know. We respect every living thing. We respect Mother Earth, and, and you know, we don't spend our time cackling around a cauldron and, you know, throwing curses at people and stuff like mm-hmm. people think we do. Does the practice of worshiping goddesses or other deities conflict with what we're told about there is only one single God. That's what I think. I mean, I, I believe there is one supreme being. And, you know, whoever you whoever you do pray to, I think it's all the same thing with one name. And um, I don't know why everybody is different, but, you know, we all go the same way. We pray to somebody, we, we worship somebody, and sometimes more than one somebody. But, you know, the Supreme Being does it all, and I don't think he, she, um, cares what we call her, him. It's just, you know, that we do, that we acknowledge that there is a Supreme Being. Are there any, I mean, if you watch Halloween shows and stuff, you you see these, (laughs) uh, you know, witches on broomsticks and all this stuff. Are there really bad Mm -hmm. witches out there? Yeah, um, and basically because we're all human, and so witches are people, and just like regular people, there are people that are good, and there are people that are bad, you know, any anywhere you go, you, you have to have one or the other, or you can't have one without the other. So yeah, there are bad witches, there are people that um, don't care about harming other people, and, and whatever, but... Um, most of us are not like that at all. It's just that we have a bad reputation. And that kind you, of clogs it up. <laughs> yeah, really. How would you go about getting a better reputation? Well, I, you know, I think education. I, mean, I would, I would think shows like I'm trying to do today would be a big help. But I mean, it's. Like what? I'm sorry, you, you burbled out. Say that again. No, I'm just saying that there. I'm sure the people trying to do what we're doing today to explain just exactly what belief switches have would be a big help. But I mean, it seems like mm-hmm. you've got such a high bar to try to get over with all the the bad stuff that people say about witches. Yeah, and I don't think it's ever going to go away. 
I really think that there's so much bad press out there and people, when they're growing up, you know, oh boy, there's a wicked witch and this is Halloween and, you know, they, and people don't take the time to want to care, you know? I mean, that's the thing. They don't ask questions. Um, most people are kind of afraid of witches just because it's a word and, you know, that, that's, that's terrible. Um, I wish that people, more people would ask. I mean, this is why I'm doing my show, because I want people to understand that, you know, we're just human beings. We just, you know, we pray to maybe a different God or, or the same God. I mean, I, when I pray, I pray to the Blessed Mother. I pray to Jesus. I pray to all kinds of people, you know, um, and that doesn't make me getting kicked out of the witch society. You know what I mean? <laughs> so... <laughs> It's just something that I. It needs to be out there in the right way, rather than on Halloween when you watch the Travel Channel and you see these so-called witches that are dressed up and scare the hell out of us. You know, when we look at them, <laughs> you know, that's really not who we are. Uh, you you mentioned your show stirring the cauldron a couple times. Why don't you just tell us a little bit about that right now? All right. Um, it's on Thursday nights at 9 o'clock Eastern on the Para-X Radio Network. And we talk, I mean, it's not all witchy. It's all metaphysical. Um, as you well know, you're one of our favorite guests, you and Connie. Oh, well, thank um, you, thank you. And so we cover all medical, uh, medical, all kinds of different topics. We talk about UFOs. We talk about witchcraft. We talk about afterlife. We talk about mediumship and, and channeling. Um, so, you know, it's like a smorgasbord of metaphysical things. And, um, I have a YouTube channel that has a couple of hundred shows on there and that's at uh, YouTube and it's stirring the cauldron para X. So if anybody is interested in any kind of metaphysical thing, I think, I think you'll find it there. And you guys were just on recently, and I think I've got two or three of your shows up there. So people that are following you can find you there, too. All seven of them. Thank you. <laughs> so you mentioned witchcraft. What exactly is witchcraft? It's uh, determined by a lot of different things. Um, people are just kind of um, thinks that it's, doing spells and, and it's cursing people and all kinds of things. But witchcraft is basically just kind of um, what you want to make it. It depends what path you're following, basically. But um, there's different, different types. Like um, some people ask about shamanism and witchcraft and, you know, what is, what's the same thing. And that, is really simple because people really don't understand that it's just an earth-based religion and shamanism is too. So people say, well, wait, no, Native Americans and witches, how did that match? You know, but we do. I mean, it, it's just really interesting. Um, so it's just kind of, well, how do they say it? They talk about manipulating energy to make things happen. Um, people say casting spells is witchcraft. That's not all it is. And I think you might be surprised to know that you cast a spell every day. Everybody casts spells every day. And it's not witchcraft. 
Um, you know, when you guys pray to your God and ask for something, we're doing the same thing when we're asking our deities or our gods to help us with things. You know, a prayer is a spell. And some people will say, "Uh uh-uh, no, that's not true, but it is. Um, We cast spells, not every day. Um, A spell is, you know, basically simply a valid reason for doing something. Um, It's a manipulation of energy, and it's there to produce a desired effect. And, you know, it's not sitting around a cauldron, dancing up and down, um, and, you know, calling up snakes and ghosts and all kinds of things to do the bidding. Well, okay. Uh, (laughs) We got a lot to talk about, but before we do that, let's take a short break. Uh, Thank you for tuning into the show. We'll be back in two minutes, and then we're going to hear more about witches and witchcraft. Connie and Barry will be back after a few words from our sponsors. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Is death the end of the journey of the soul or a time of new beginnings? Is there proof of an afterlife? What would historic figures say if they lived today? Psychic and channeler Barry Strom uses his gift of spirit communication to answer these questions and explore all aspects of the hereafter. Have all the information necessary not to fear life's final journey. Tune in to Spirit Speak, exploring the afterlife with Connie and Barry Strom. Tuesdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa. Play Finding Your Frequency Podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. Psychic and author Barry Strom has now published nine books dealing with supernatural subject from ghosts to aliens. His most recent books, Messages of God and Messages of the Prophet Muhammad for a Modern World, bring you the channeled messages of the founders of Christianity and Islam. Their words are intended to guide their followers through these modern times. These books are available in softcover and ebook on Amazon.com. Signed copies of all of Strom's books are available on his website, www.barrystrom.com. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. Welcome back to Spirit Speak, exploring the afterlife. Here are your hosts, Connie and Barry Strom. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Thank you for sticking with us. Today we have a wonderful guest, Marla Brooks, and we are discussing the wonderful world of witches. So, Marla, thank you for being with us. Yeah. Well, thank you for letting me get on the broom and come over and visit. <laughs> anytime, anytime. Do you you always you use that broom to clean up as well as to get around or No. 
No, we don't. We have special brooms. You never, in witchcraft, you never use your besom, which is another name for witch's broom, to clean. It's not to fly either, actually, but... um, (laughs) I will have to tell a friend of ours about that. He was our manager Mm -hmm. when we had an end show, and I was walking through the store one day carrying a very large broom because I was going to go out and clean the dock area, and he looked at me, and then right in front of some customers, he said, Connie, park your car out in the parking lot like everybody else. (laughs) (laughs) And he didn't know how close he was. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, like Marla, what, what's a coven? A coven? Yeah, I couldn't even say it right. Coven, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, I had to think for a minute. Um, yeah. All right, so a coven is a group that, which is join. Um, there's, it, it's, it's, um, a, it's not a social gathering, but it's a, a place where you join a group. And covens have different different types of covens. You know, if you're a good witch, if you're a bad witch, if you're a, a any kind of Wiccan, they have all the different covens. Um, and it's not all witches belong to covens. You know, it's not a prerequisite. I mean, there are many people like myself who prefer to be solitary practitioners. Um, because there's good and bad in joining a coven, just like joining any other group. Um, I'm not antisocial, but I work best on my own. And I guess that might be because I was an only child or something, but it doesn't mean I don't associate with other witches. I mean, I've got a lot of witchy friends, and I talk to them all the time. But people that need structure, people who have a group mentality, um, usually will join a coven. And the good thing is you... you if you find a coven that goes along with your belief system and you fit right in, it's really good. But there's no right or wrong. You don't have to. You hear about witches' covens all the time, but there's a lot of um, solitary practitioners out there, too. So it's just, you know, it's a group. It's like the PTA, except, you know, they carry broom cards and stuff instead. (laughs) Um, they, They learn. They do rituals together. You know, they're... There's just advantages, but there's also the thing where you get a group of people together and somebody wants to be in charge and then you have bickering in between, you know, that kind of groupy thing. So some people don't like that, the politics of groups. So they do solitary work. Now you were mentioning about your your practicing and what you do as a witch. Tell us a little bit about mm-hmm. that. Well, I think people mostly think about that we sit around and we do spells, and that's about all. Um, but we we do all kinds of other things. I mean, first of all, you know, we're human. We take out the trash. We go to work. You know, we do all this stuff. Um, but we kind of do it for the good of... When we do a spell, we don't do it all the time. We do it when we need to, when we can't do things in the normal mundane way, we, we go to witchcraft or that. So, you know, again, it's like being one with nature and um, helping whatever we need to assist us. Sometimes we need to. We just do a little spell here and there. 
But otherwise, we just, you know, we grow plants. We do all things just like everybody else, you know, put their shoes on one at a time, and we don't really fly in a broom. And that might be <laughs> scary for other people to realize, but no, my broom has never left the ground. So we're good. <laughs> do you cast spells? I do, yeah, on occasion. Can you but give us an example of a good, good spell? Um, hmm? Said, can right. you give us an example right. of when you of a casting a good spell? Um, if you want to, let me think. Let me think really easy, quick. Um, well, let me tell you one thing that that people can get some help with. I have a cousin who a cousin-in-law, and I didn't know him for a very long time. He and my other cousin got divorced. But all of a sudden, he found me on Facebook, and he said, you know, I really need to talk to you. Um, I, I, I haven't talked to you in 30 years, but I really need to talk to you. I think our neighbor put a spell on us. And he said, I need, you know, the house is all messed up now. We're fighting in the house. She's, she's doing something really bad to us. What can we do? So I gave him a spell. He said, do a spell for me. And I said, well, you can do it yourself, and it's really easy. And there's a, a mirror. Find a mirror and put a little bit of salt to clean it off. Sea salt is always something to consecrate our tools with. And I said, just put it facing outward in your window and say that when you do that, you it's not even doing a spell. Just say what you want to say. And I said, suggest saying Whatever is coming this way in negativity, it will bounce back off the mirror and go back to the other person. So you're not hurting anybody. You're just, you know, if somebody's giving you negativity and you don't want it, just send it back. So that, I mean, it's simple like that. There are spells that take, you know, days and weeks and years to do, too. But I'm kind of a lazy witch. And the stuff that I do is very simple. But it's just to help people or myself if I need something. Um, you know, I just do a little spell, light a candle. Candle spells are really easy to do. And, you know, sometimes an easy candle spell, if you want something like um, you need a little extra money or something, um, you just take a candle, a green candle, because green is uh, for money spells, and just take a little pin and write on the candle, you know, I need money or I'm short, you know, I need $15 right now or something, you know, whatever you want. And just light the candle and let it burn. That's a spell. Very easy. Hmm, Sounds simple. There's a lot of people right now that are having tough times getting along, a lot of depressed people. What is there any kind of a spell that a depressed person could do that would uh, perhaps help them with their depression? You can, people can very easily visualize things that they want. And it, it's not even a spell necessarily. It's a, it's a visualization. Um, you know, you just sit in a quiet room. You think about what you need, what you want, and see it in your mind. I mean, when we cast spells, we see that they're, as we're doing it, we're seeing that as they're done. So, um, you never have to doubt yourself because if you do, the spell's not going to work. But if you want something bad enough, just wish. You know, we all make wishes. Um, that doesn't have to be upon a star either. We just make a wish and do it. Um, so you just 
what, whatever you want, you ask for, which is very easy. And some people say, well, you know, I need somebody to do it for me. But, you know, when you're asking somebody to do that, it kind of doesn't help as much as if you're doing it on your own. Um, so if you need, I mean, you can also get together with a group of people and you can pray. I, I went to, a, I don't know what it was called, but there's, there's a violin that has been made years and years ago that is still around and it's made from different pieces of wood that came from places that were of a bad place. Like, uh, um, I think they took a piece of wood from Auschwitz and stuff like that. And they made this violin and it's a peace violin. And they had, um, a, a ritual. And so I went because I had never been to one of these big rituals where everybody was doing it. And we walked in and they kind of staged us to get all the whatever off of us so we could do that. Everybody was in a circle. Everybody held hands. And they had a guy that was doing the singing bowl and making really nice music out of that. And all they were doing was telling us to think about peace, just all of us together, you know, holding hands and thinking about peace, and it gets sent up to the universe. And it was really a very touching thing. Um, I had my friend's mother, who was like 85 years old, very Catholic, and she was so enthralled with it when they get in, and she was in a wheelchair, and they, they saged her in the wheelchair, and she got in the circle and then they were, you know, chanting a little bit and repeating, and she was doing the same thing, and she said she felt so good. And this is, you know, a very religious woman who said just it was so peaceful to send out peace to everybody. And, um, you know, so you can get together with friends. You can wait till the full moon, which is a really good time to do things, um, and just, you know, talk about what you need. Let it, let it come out of you. Let let the earth hear you. And sometimes, you know, most of the time it does and things change. Just, you have to manifest things like energy. Okay. What's the difference between casting a spell and manifesting energy? Well, man- manifestation is partial. I mean, it's part of casting a spell because you're manifesting what you want to have happen. If that makes sense. So it's kind of one and the same thing. Is, can anybody manifest energy? Oh yeah. Um, let let let. You want to try it? You and Connie sure. and everybody that's listening. It's really really mm-hmm. easy. Yeah, that's. Uh, and I'm. Yeah. Keep in mind, we got a lot mm-hmm. of people driving cars, but uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> All right. So. Um, you know when you're a kid and you rub your hands together really fast and hard um, mm-hmm. and you start feeling heat? I want you to do that now. Just rub your hands together until it kind of makes your hands tingle. Okay. So let me know when you're tingling. <laughs> well, as cold as it is here, we tingle a lot, but it's, uh, this is about the only way to get here. <laughs> it might heat take a little bit. <laughs> Might be a okay. little longer for you to warm up then, but but <laughs> you you just everybody just kind of rub your hands together, really fast, really hard, mm-hmm. and when it starts tingling, okay, very gently pull your hands apart, just okay. a few inches, 
and then kind of put your hands very slowly, try to put your hands back together. And you're going to feel like when, you know, you put two magnets together, how they kind of repel each uh-huh. other. Yeah. And it may not work the first time, but you can feel it. And that is energy. And, you know, people say, well, you know, we can't see energy. What the hell is energy? But you, when you do that, you've created energy right there. And this is what we use um, for spell casting. You know, there's a, a whole bunch of other ways of gathering energy, too. Some people dance, some people ring bells, all kinds of things. But I love doing this um, exercise because there's a thing of you can make the energy ball, which is what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And as you're doing that, you can visualize something that you want. And then you kind of, you know how when you're doing a basketball shot with the ball, when you make that wish or that thought to happen and you've got that energy ball in your hands, then just throw it up in the air. And that's working with an energy ball and that's working with energy and makes things happen. That's pretty interesting. But don't throw it at each other. (laughs) I thought about that. I definitely did. Yes. Um, when, when, when we do a lot of our channeling, we always start off with a prayer of protection because evil mm-hmm. energy, and we open the channels and things. How do you, how, how do you protect yourself from evil energy? The same way everybody else does. Um, we sometimes ask help from, you know, spirit guides or guardian angels. Um, we have our pentagram around our neck, like, you know, people would have the uh, St. Christopher medal. Um, We ask God for protection. I mean, you know, I think that's a universal thing. Everybody has their own way of trying to protect themselves. Um, Sometimes you manifest a white bubble around you, that you're sitting in a white bubble, and it, it can't be penetrated. You know, you would be like in some like a glass, like a crystal ball. You could be sitting in the middle of a crystal ball, and then if you turn it with white energy, the bright light of protection, and I think you do that too, don't you? The bright, well, ah, yeah. bright light? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. You're fading out on me, Gary. I mean, oh, Gary. I'm sorry. Yeah, we, yeah, we do, uh, you know, we, we, we ask for the white light and things, and we consider people mm-hmm. light workers. Uh, Mm-hmm. So it's, uh, I guess there's a lot of things we do very similar to what you do. But well, sure. We're, we're call, all... You call on, we, we call on um, the archangels, too, surprisingly enough. Um, <laughs> we do. So there, there's a lot of similarity there. Um, but people just decide that, well, not good, bad, different, you know. It's is there an, arch- to, is there an archangel understand. for witches? No, we use the same ones, actually. Um, we hear <laughs> the same archangels. Next time you talk to St. Michael, um, you know, say hello from us because he comes down and visits us a lot, too. And all of them, actually. Well, we may just do that next segment if nobody calls in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be cool. Yeah, I like yeah. that. That would be good. Yeah. So, Marla, why did you decide to become a witch? Well, I didn't exactly decide it. Um, it. It's something that 
sometimes is in the bloodline. Sometimes you decide you want to. In my case, it ran in the bloodlines. Um, my great-grandmother, Sophie, was a witch. And so you don't have to become one if it's in the bloodline, but it just it just happened. You know, when I was a little kid, when everybody else was reading Dick and Jane, I was reading um, a book called The Littlest Witch. And... <laughs> You know, mm-hmm. my grandmother said, oh, no, another one. You know, <laughs> she was kind of worried about that. But so it wasn't, it wasn't a decision. It, it's a lifestyle. And, you know, I fortunately grew up in a house that was very open-minded, um, not necessarily about witchcraft, but about anything metaphysical. You know, my mother used to see dead people. And, um, you know, and it was a, no big deal, you know. So it was just, it, it was something... And I didn't really, I guess when I was a kid, like any kid, you know, oh, I'm a witch, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. But um, when I got a little bit older, I realized that I had to go look, look back into history and find out, you know, where we came from, what we were, what we've done. Um, and it's a learning process. that it, it never ends, which is a good thing. Um, we're always learning. We're always growing. And... Um, trying to fight off that bad reputation, kind of. It's just, you know, that's always a problem. You know, and a lot of people, a lot of witches never do come out of broom, broom closet because of their, you know, they're of being afraid. Hmm. Okay. Uh, let's take another short break. Thing. And uh, mm-hmm. we'll be opening the phone lines when we come back. The number is 866 472 Two five seven eight eight. Uh, this is your chance to speak with a real witch. We'll be right back. Connie and Barry will be back after a few words from our sponsors. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Psychic and author Barry Strom has now published nine books dealing with supernatural subject from ghosts to aliens. His most recent books, Messages of God and Messages of the Prophet Muhammad for a Modern World, bring you the channeled messages of the founders of Christianity and Islam. Their words are intended to guide their followers through these modern times. These books are available in softcover and ebook on Amazon.com. Signed copies of all of Strom's books are available on his website, www.barrystrom.com. Connect with us, and we'll connect with you. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is on LinkedIn. Get the first word about happenings with the network, where our next live event will be, and what's up with our hosts. Look up Voice America on LinkedIn. Is death the end of the journey of the soul, or a time of new beginnings? Is there proof of an afterlife? What would historic figures say if they lived today? Psychic and channeler Barry Strom uses his gift of spirit communication to answer these questions and explore all aspects of the hereafter. Have all the information necessary not to fear life's final journey. Tune in to Spirit Speak, exploring the afterlife with Connie and Barry Strom. Tuesdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Welcome back to Spirit Speak, exploring the afterlife. Have a question for Barry or their guests? 
Join us on the show at 866-472-5788. That's 866-472-5788. Now, back to the show. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Phone lines are open. Feel free to call. Uh, Marla, uh, one thing I still don't understand. Can you, you tell me the difference between voodoo and witchcraft? Yeah, there's a couple of very big differences. Um, voodoo has a link with Christianity. Um, they worship Christian saints. Um, that's that's one of the differences. They also, though, they sacrifice animals from time to time in their works, um, and we respect all life and don't do any sacrifice. Um, so I guess it, <laughs> it sounds funny, but they're more religious than we are. We are more spiritual. Um, I mean, they're spiritual too, but they, they're, they, I don't know how long voodoo has been around, maybe as long as witchcraft has been around, but um, I, I'm kind of spooked about voodoo people, and, and it's terrible because I shouldn't be, but like, you know, you were talking about one day that Marie Laveau was a witch, and they call her, what, the Witch of New Orleans or something, but she was actually a voodoo practitioner. And I think if if you call a voodoo person a witch, I think they'd probably get really angry um, <laughs> because that, that would not be what they would think of themselves as. So, you know, I mean, there's certain similarities. I think they, you know, they do spells and rituals and stuff, but in a very different way. Okay. Hey, I see that we have a... Uh, Patty from Pennsylvania is on hold, so why don't we take her call and mm-hmm. see what she uh, what she's asking? <clears throat> Patty, are you there? Hi. Oh Hi my there. God! What a thrill to have the three of you almost in the same place. <laughs> Hi, Patty. Like, <laughs> Hi, how are you? <laughs> good, good, good. I met good. Barry and Connie us. through Marla, and I met Marla through my brother. So this is a nice little circle. I love it. <laughs> Okay. Perfect. <laughs> so uh, my question for Marla is, do you have a favorite spell or maybe like uh, something that you do every day as a witch? Um, I'm pretty good with, I, I really like to do little candle spells, you know, for little things. Um, okay. They're, they're really easy. And so I don't have a particular spell. I mean, you know, sometimes you sit there and you... If something's going on in the world, you know, you just want to put some peace out there and stuff. But um, it just depends on the situation, you know. Okay. Um, sometimes you get really upset and you want to do something and um, try to fix it right away. You know, you, I, I will light a candle. I mean, you know, like I said before, I'm kind of a lazy witch. Um, I can open a circle. I can do a ritual. But it's so much easier to just, you know, do it. And... I want to mention, too, people, if, if anybody's interested in spells, and Patty, I think you've seen this, too, on my Facebook page. Um, I also every have Monday your I do a spell. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> um, um, but we do a spell of the week. And so if anybody, you know, this week it was, um, what was it? Oh, my God. It was just yesterday. Um, <laughs> I didn't know It was yet. a quick money spell. Yeah, it was a quick money spell, um, and oh, okay. we do things, um, you know, all over the place. So if um, my Facebook is just Marla Brooks, and, you know, go over there, and yes. um, you can do your own spell, and it doesn't mean that you're going to turn into a witch, 
You know, everybody does <laughs> spells. Like I said, if you pray, you're doing things. a spell. <laughs> but yeah. Oh. So okay. Yeah, well, there, it's so there nice isn't to a talk favorite. To all three Pardon me. Huh? What? I, I missed what you just said because I was over talking you. <laughs> I don't. I, well, I got blurted out, and now I forget what I said. So say it again. <laughs> No, I just wanted to say it's really nice talking to all three of you. Um, yeah, it's a thrill. It's starting my day off wonderfully. <laughs> well, well, thank, thank you. Good. Life is yeah, good. So I'm not going to stay on because maybe you'll bring St. Michael through, and that would be great, too. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm thinking he's, yeah, he's no in here, so we might want to do this. Yeah, okay. Thank you. Thank all you, right, Patty. thanks, guys. Take care. Day, Bye-bye. Patty. Take care, Patty. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 So, Marla, I am very interested in hearing what Michael, uh, the Archangel Michael, would have to say about witches. And I think he heard. I am, too. I <laughs> cannot pass up the opportunity to channel when we get the shot at it. So we don't have yeah, any other callers cool. on. So let me see if I can bring a message in from Archangel Michael. Mm-hmm. Hello, everyone. Yes, witches, they can be good. They are good. They do, they do many fine things for the earth. There are some that have lost their way. There are some that follow evil. But basically, witches are, are very good people. We watch from over here and, and we listen to what they do. We watch as they have different ways. The way of a witch is not the standard way of most, but it is fine. As you know, it is my role over here to protect souls. And I try to lead individuals that follow the deities of earth. I try to protect them and I, I watch over them as, as well as my other archangel friends. It is sad that witches have had so many acts of violence against them through the ages we've watched They've been mistreated, been killed, tortured. It's a very, very sad thing. Obviously, over here, we do not speak of violence towards anyone. The act of showing violence usually brings violence upon those that show it. We often say over here that there are many, many paths to heaven. Witchcraft, when done positively, as, as Marla does, is fine. It's as good a path as any. It's, it's a way of showing your belief in Mother Earth. Mother Earth is quite real. Earth energies are real. Trees, even rocks have energies. 
crystals in particular. So, following the ways of Mother Earth is good. There are many, many paths. And for those that follow the paths of, of, of natural things, it is, it is a true way. So thank you. Thank you for listening to me. And thank you for explaining that many ways of following earth are truly acceptable in the, in the eyes of God. Thank you, Michael. There you go, Marla. Nice. Very yeah. nice. And yes, we call on him for protection um, whenever we need to, and he always is there. How did, what do you think the biggest thing was that gave witches a bad reputation? Uh, there are a lot of things, and, and I'm going to have to um, give you a disclaimer on this one. First, because, as I mentioned before, pagans embrace all religions and are not judgmental. But in ancient times, witches were called the wise women. They were um, very savvy about nature. They knew how to make natural remedies, cure illnesses. They were the midwives. And um, they were revered. And then when Christianity came about, they needed followers. So they tried to recruit as many as they could by fear. They said that the devil, we did the devil's bidding, um, we went around putting curses on other people, and that's how it all began. They put the fear of God in uh, people that led to the burning times in Europe, where thousands and maybe millions were killed in the witch hunt. And that stigma has it stuck. Um, Christianity had a really good argument, <laughs> and, um, you know, they just needed more people, and... and Pagans don't recruit, by the way. We don't. Um, you know, you can join. You don't have to. But that was it. You know, um, when Christianity came in, um, a lot of witches had to go into hiding because they were, you know, going to be persecuted as witches. And, and you know, they they had a good... Um, uh, it was, well, I don't even know how to say it, but... <laughs> <laughs> They had a good way of getting people to go in their area, in their direction, by saying okay. that we were really bad and horrible, doubts with the devil and, you know, that stuff. So that's why we got a bad reputation. And it's still there because you're yeah. growing up. I mean, you know, if you go to um, any kind of religious church, they're not going to be too happy if you say you're a witch. That's they're true. Either kick, yeah. They're going to kick you out, or at least you know, whatever. Okay, so, Marla, yeah, we're it, it's still we're, going. We're starting to run down here, so why don't you take a minute and tell everyone how they can uh, see your spells and and watch stirring, uh, stirring the cauldron. Okay, again, stirring the cauldron is on Thursday nights at nine p.m. Eastern on the Para X Radio Network. Um, the YouTube channel is available. It's stirring the cauldron. Para X. Um, finding me is easy. Um, my website is marlabrooks.com, and there there's all kinds of things about my books, my witchy stuff. Um, the show is up there, too. You can listen to the show from there as well. And the arch there's some archives up there, too. 
And, um, yeah, I do a spell of the week on Facebook, and I stick it up on Instagram also. So there's a lot of ways. But, if you know, just Google my name, and it'll take you everywhere. Okay. Great. Thank you, Marla. We really appreciate you being with us today. Yeah, I hope we've been able to change some people's minds today. So, yeah. Marla, thank and if you anybody so much. has any questions, yep. Okay, next week we're going to be discussing death and what happens when you die. Our first channeling will be with Archangel Azrael, the angel that assists souls upon passing. We're going to channel Steve Jobs, founder of Apple Corporation, and Rob. Robin Williams, the famous actor and comedian who committed suicide. Both of these people are going to tell you what it was like at their time of passing. So hopefully we'll be able to gain enough information so that you won't be afraid of the inevitable end because we're all going to die. You might as well understand what's coming. I currently have nine books on Amazon. My latest book, Messengers of God for a Modern World, consists of 60 messages that we channeled on our Wednesday morning podcast, The Weekly Message from Jesus. Messages of God is now available in English and Spanish on Amazon. Makes a wonderful daily devotional. Makes a great gift for a friend. The book is available in soft cover and in an e-book. I would like to thank you all for joining us on the Voice America Variety Net Radio Network. If you'd like to see more of our channelings, as we've said, we have over 400 videos on our YouTube channel. It's in the name of Barry Strom. Okay. I hope everybody enjoyed the show today. I know I did. I learned a lot. I would like to thank all of you that take time to listen to our show. I would hope that you tell your friends about our show. Join us each Tuesday morning at 9 a.m. Pacific time. We're on the Voice America Variety Network. We hope that you will take time to listen. We try to bring you things that will help your spiritual life, will help you understand what goes on around you, and thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Spirit Speak, exploring the afterlife with Connie and Barry Strom. Tune in next week for another informative and inspiring episode on the Voice America Variety Channel at 9 a.m. Pacific Time.